Turn it to me walking up to my maker like my bad I ain't do everything that I was equipped for I left my life all open-ended and suspenseful But every time this pen flow I know that I'm doing all that I'm built for Never gonna question myself My soul is dripping in wealth Sometimes we live in hell just so we can make it out And see what heaven's all about Wouldn't take another route I just keep What's up everybody? This is Cole Jackson from B1K Radio We back! That's right we back. We finally got an artist spotlight up again. I'm sorry. It's been a long time. I've got a lot of stuff going on, but um, I've been waiting for this one for a while. Uh, this has been a while in the making. So uh, without further ado, I have Richard Daniel from Birmingham, Alabama. Hello, sir. How you doing? Let me doing dap great, you up. Doing great, man. We're going to do dap with it's the snaps. Weird. I didn't know which dap we was going to do. And then that could have been really embarrassing. Because I almost <laughs> went in for like the handshake, like the really, no, you know what I mean? Nah. But yeah, I switched it at the end. Good, 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 good. Word. All right, before we get started, I'm, it's Uncle Cole's story time. Okay. Um, so when I first seen, I first seen you, mm. uh, it was in Lobotomix 2017. Um, you weren't the headliner that 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 show you were like you was right right before the headline i don't even remember who the headliner was mm -hmm. and i remember they having they was having problems with either the mics or the music or something like that you had your stool you got <laughs> down off the stage sat down with the people Word. and you started doing bad and bougie <laughs> wow <laughs> you started wow. doing bad and bougie and um <laughs> and at first i was like that. at first i was like and everybody crazy. was singing along with you and you was like yeah and i was like are they singing <laughs> along with this dude because he he cool or is it because because song had just dropped right, yeah, yeah yeah song just dropped and um they got everything together all your stuff was good you started performing and um you had performed right now that night mm -hmm. I was having problems with my girl. <laughs> oh, word. Just me and my night. me and my girl was having problems, and you performed that song, and I was like, "Man, he's speaking to me." Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was, it was dope. It hit me. Yeah. I went home, went home, went to your SoundCloud, pulled up Sedan. I listened to the whole thing, and um, I was like, "Yo, when he when he finds his sound, or when he finds what he wants to do." So he's gonna be dangerous. How All do right. you how do you feel about people telling you how your music makes them feel? It never gets old, man. It's um it's just very like I guess humbling is the word, but it, it almost feels outer body mm -hmm. or out of out of body. I don't know how you say it for it's real. Right. It feels Me out neither. of body, I think, is the way you say it. But yeah. like cause you don't really 
at least for me, I, at first, I didn't mm-hmm. go into it thinking really anyone would hear it that wasn't in my immediate circle. Mm-hmm. I didn't think people would really be moved by it. Like, and I can't fully feel how the person feels when they, when they tell me they feel that way. Like, because it's a whole different person. So mm-hmm. it's, it just is surreal. That's yeah. that's a good way to put it. It's very surreal because yeah. I make it for me. And like it's coming from completely my perspective. Mm-hmm. It, there are things that just pertain to me, right? And having someone relate to it is, it's just like how when yeah. it's mine, and you know what I'm saying. It's just <laughs> right. it's super weird, but it is the coolest feeling ever. Yeah, I, I heard that song, man, and it it really. I was like, this is explaining what we going through right now. Yeah, and I was like, but it, it's close. It brings it close to home. It's like, oh, okay, so everyone is kind of the same, mm-hmm. and that's that's really. How I think music is. It just shows that we're all going through the same human experience yeah. and all that other stuff. Just different times. Yeah. All right. So you're you're from Birmingham, correct? Yes, sir. Born what around. was it like, man? What was it like growing up in Birmingham? Um, you know, just very like I don't know. <laughs> like it if because it feels like I've just been here for so long. Yeah. And I've traveled and stuff, but I haven't been outside the country yet. Mm-hmm. I want that to change soon. But Don't like, worry, get your passport. So it's facts. <laughs> but um, so like it's, it's kind of all I know yeah. in a sense. And it's like, it just feels like, you know, I go somewhere else mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm in, you know, of course this whole new place and yeah. it just everything feels strange. But it's like, okay, you know, I can figure it out. But as soon as I come back here, it's just like you almost just go into this like confidence. Like I feel like I can breathe better and like yeah. move better. And I don't know, it's just, it's it's weird. I just have always felt like I'm at home here. Yeah. And I guess the Birmingham experience, it's it's a city that, you know, super rich with history, with history, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's it's super, it feels like we have a lot of great things here, mm-hmm. but that there's just not a huge spotlight on yeah. what we have. And I think it would get overlooked. A lot of times, like, people from the outside looking in can probably look at Birmingham as, like, this big racist city <laughs> where, you know, it's really hard to be black, which, right. you know, it's hard to be black everywhere. Right. But it's like Birmingham has changed a lot from, you know, when Kennedy was like, yo, that's you shouldn't spray people with fire hoses mm-hmm. like that's bad yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> look, <you> think? <laughs> <laughs> so like it, everything is just different i yeah. think and i've just always felt like if i'm so proud that i'm from here and i wish that people knew what we have here yeah and that's that's kind of how i feel about Birmingham. that's that's amazing yeah a lot of people don't a lot of people take this place for granted as far as musically or just being an artist yeah mm-hmm. it, it's the it's, perfect place to grow as an artist yeah. it's the perfect place to like really just get your feet wet find your sound do what you gotta do but i don't I, but i think like it, at that point it's like oh okay so then go away mm-hmm. after you figure it out which yeah. cool I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that mm-hmm. but it would be nice to let to make this the place that you go to mm-hmm. instead of making this the jump off place to then go somewhere else yeah you know what i'm saying like I agree it just, with that. and being somebody who was born here and this is all I kind of know. It would be nice to, for specifically for me, if I could one day spread the light around to what's going on here, so mm-hmm. everybody don't feel like they gotta escape. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that's good stuff. What was your type of music when you was growing up here? Uh, Anita Baker, Anthony Hamilton, 
like a whole bunch of R&B, yeah. specifically those two, Jill Scott. My mama was more Jill Scott than Erica. And that's <laughs> just kind of how it is. But I found I found a lot of that stuff later because I just loved it so much. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, gospel, whole lot of gospel music. That tends to be the, the go-to when it comes to the South. Like, mm -hmm. I think more artists that I talk to that are from, especially this area, that's they gospel music. Man, like they start in the they start Hezekiah in the church. Walker, <laughs> Marvin Sapp, Kurt. Yeah, you know my mama, Shirley Caesar. Like my mama was gospel. So was it more? Was so was your music discovery more of what your your folks was or what your mom was listening to? More than what my mom was listening to. Like I I soaked that stuff in. Like even when I remember a very vivid. Um, time when mom was playing me like Jill Scott's I think third album mm -hmm. the words and volume uh words of, words and sounds volume three I think it's the one it was I think so. it had like hate on me on it and like don't whatever it had whatever on it don't test me okay all right. <laughs> I just I have to see it and be like, yeah, oh, that's, word, a, word, that's word. a third one word. but it was like I just remember her playing that and I just was like what is this like mm -hmm. it just was the it was the first thing I ever heard I think Aside from Anita Baker, which, yeah. who has the most beautiful voice, tone of voice that I've ever heard. But, like, it was one of the first things I heard where I was like, bro, what is this? Who made it? How can I get it? And, like, it just, it just, it was just, like, the wheel started turning. Like, mm -hmm. bro, this is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Um, I didn't even really get into rap until, until I found it on my own in, like, middle school. Like, maybe eighth grade -ish. yeah like that was really when i got into rap hmm. yeah it was later in my life so rap when you when you started getting into like hip-hop or rap or whatever mm -hmm. what was your what was what was the type when you was oh god i listened to so much lupe when i was like yeah. really getting into it yeah like I, I remember this one like day i got home from school and i just went down this rabbit hole i wasn't even really supposed to be on a computer in fact because <laughs> like my mama was like, nah. But I was like, nah, I'm, finna, I'm doing it anyway because you're not at home and you're right. at work. But like, I would I would just listen to Lupe Freestyles. And he just, it was like mind boggling to me. Like he just put this word with this word mm -hmm. and that make that rhyme and then this rhyme with that, but it rhymed with the word that was like, you know, yeah. like 10 bars ago. Yeah. And then it's all a metaphor. And I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> like, nah, it was, it was just, crazy to me how he was making that like just putting words together so well right and like i think the first cd i ever bought with my money was um was the roots uh what was that record how i got over how i got over Ooh, by the roots that was a good one that was the first cd i ever bought with my money yeah. and like black thought just i feel like i wish i rapped like him a lot more but I think his tone of voice is something that I kind of try to mimic because he's yeah. really good with how he uses it. Him and Kendrick. Yeah. And, like, Lord, the Kendrick phase of my life was, like, <laughs> a whole different thing where it was, like, I was actually starting to make music. And I was mm -hmm. thinking about, yo, it would be cool if I actually tried to emulate that. Yeah. And, then you know, just kind of the rest took on from there. Wow. So you kind of took over my next question was, like, what was your inspiration musically? Mm -hmm. Oh, Kendrick. It had to be Kendrick. all the TDE for real. As far as for my own music and making it, yeah, yeah, for sure. Even though I got a lot of R and B influence in me, yeah. But 
like when I was listening to first Kendrick song I ever heard was his freestyle he did over six foot seven foot with Schoolboy Q. Yeah. And and of course I didn't know who either of them were, but it was just like it, it just it blew me away. It mm-hmm. was like who are they? How can I find? Them? And this was back when I had like a Android and I was just downloading music right. to my phone library like right. off some app that just you know you just search it and you find it like god it was right. a lot more simple uh but like yeah and i just went and just was like kendrick lamar just like let me just search his name because i don't right. know how i found this i think i might have just been looking for six foot seven <laughs> by by lil wayne and then i just like found that on accident and yeah then after that though i was like okay so let me see who he is let me see whoever this schoolboy Q guy is. Right, Black Hippies, man. man. Yeah. And then found all their videos, found all their albums. Yeah. Like Control System, I think, was out. And I was like, bruh, they are ridiculous. Like, they fire. Because, like, I ain't even really get into Cole or know who Cole was or none of that. Like, I knew he made one song on the radio that I kind of <laughs> was like, all right, that's a song. But I ain't know nothing about Cole. Like, I had to go back and find all that man, stuff. Man, y'all treat, you people treat J. Cole so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I nobody respect nobody respects no 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 I think people think I hate Cole like people who know me personally I think they think I hate Cole but I I don't I think Cole is amazing I think I think Cole is like he could be if he's not already lyrically the best rapper of whatever everybody beats him up everybody beats him up when he drops people beat him up because the music don't always reflect that Cole the best rapper he don't he got Nas syndrome. He can't pick beats sometimes. He can't. Well, he he he's like, he does everything himself, and that's not always great. Crit does, right? I I I, my, I stay the same wow. in that sentiment. I oh. I think like, Crit a little bit different. I think sometimes Crit do it better than he do it. But like Cole don't pick great beats, and like I I think that's just his biggest problem yeah but i think cole is super smart mm-hmm. cole is like the smartest rapper in the game at the moment period of course. but like because he's he's surrounding himself with a bunch of young guys who have smaller followings than him but mm-hmm. have a different wave than him entirely yeah so he's picking up different flows he's picking up oh be more melodic here like oh so everything doesn't have to be this formula oh yeah. like so you know what i'm saying he's surrounding himself with people who are doing something different from yeah. him and that's what he what he's done with dreamville all together cole and jid don't even sound like they should fit on the same label a lot of they times do, and I'm but they do such a jid fan. right so it's it's like he i i admire cole the businessman the the artist mentally like mm. that dude is super talented and super smart and i think going forward seeing cole albums he'll have a whole different whole different sound and mindset yeah i I like kod so well yeah that's yeah that's that's only if (laughs) you don't really i mean with the with the what he got right now but all this goes away if he's like yo (laughs) here's the check yeah then it's like yo that's my favorite album yeah it's my favorite album (laughs) when did you when 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 was the first time you realized that um, music was was your thing? Like when did you realize like yo I could get in a booth and actually sing or or spit a sixteen? I think um, it's funny. Like I be- I don't really remember the way I remember stuff is weird because mm-hmm. I only really remember specific moments that happen. I don't remember like set time frames and yeah. things. Just yeah. just moments. Right. And I remember um, this is when I was only recording with Frazier. 
mm. who's been in it since literal day one because he helped me record. Um, and another friend of ours named Alex. And we were all rapping together, just, you know, doing freestyles and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really taking it serious. I'm going to be a doctor or something one right, day. Right, right. Go to college right. and stuff. And then, like, I recorded a freestyle over um, over The Ride by Drake. Yeah. And it was, like, just good. It was, it was like... It was good in a different way, yeah. and I I kind of knew it was, but I didn't really say nothing. It was funny. It was like I wrote it, um, like because like I just we were we were just camped in, yeah. So I was like spending the night over there, and I went and everybody else was asleep, but I was writing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so in the morning I recorded it because I'm like, yo, I got something I want to lay down. Yeah. So I recorded it, and then like, <laughs> Fresh was like, that's like, kind of different, good. Like he was, just, he was just like he was like nah that's like really good yeah and then I let my brother hear some of what we were doing too because mm -hmm. I was real anxious about his opinion because yeah. I value it a lot yeah and he knows music like I do so when he heard it and he was like who is this and I didn't tell him <laughs> it's like it's me, bro. I was like hey bro that's me. it's me and when he dumbed out then I was like oh okay so I actually probably because my family's not gonna lie to me right. so if they if it was trash he'd be like yo I don't know this yeah, ain't it keep that to yourself yeah this ain't it bro but he dumbed out, so I dumbed out. Tell me, I know you was talking about your brother for a second, but mm -hmm. I want to kind of get into um, the connection you have with your mom. Because I've mm -hmm. seen her in, like, shows before, and, you know, she be rooting you on. Yeah. So the connection with her and your music, like, where where mm -hmm. does that come from? What's so funny is mom never really was even vibing with the music thing at first. Mm -hmm. She was not happy at first. Because, I, like I said, I was going to be educated and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then... All of a sudden, I'm like, yo, I want to make music. I don't just want to make music either. I want to rap. And there's this big <laughs> stigma around wanting to rap. Right. Especially if you think you're going to make a career out of it. So, right. no, she wasn't happy at first. And it took her a while to come around to it. But I think once she saw that I was actually good at it mm -hmm. and that people liked it and were wanting me to come perform and stuff, mm -hmm. like, and that I was happy with what I chose to do, then she was like, a complete 180 like then she's like oh, okay i support you 100 percent. like it took a minute but when it got there it's got it got there so when this album came out she was asking like yo when you dropping it like when right. you're releasing it can i show my friends at work like you know so it was like a totally different thing could you tell people or talk about the pushback that your parents sometimes have when it comes to making that decision because it's not easy oh no nah, not at all especially like and i had to kind of see my mom's perspective like she works extra hard all the time and and can i curse yeah you can say okay, whatever you cool. want to, I, I didn't know yeah she works extra hard and has always worked that hard for my brother to have for me to have like we we never wanted and we weren't it's not like we had a lot of money don't mm. get me wrong but like i never felt as a kid that we were struggling in any capacity. It was right. only like one time that I remember my whole childhood where I was like, nah, we got money to go do that. And she was like, nah. no, we don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I was just kind of like, oh, so we ain't really just got unlimited funds. Yeah. But it's tough when you work real hard to put your child in a position to do something that you weren't in a position to do. Mm -hmm. And then they choose to do something else. And my mom's expectation was one thing. Whereas when I grew up, I wanted to do something that was the complete opposite of what her expectation was. So as right. a parent, you know, sometimes it's hard to give your support 
when it's not what you had planned for your kid. Yeah. Um, but I think as the kid, you just gotta kind of know like, yo, if they see you happy with it, if they mm-hmm. see that you doing something with it, and yeah. you're not just like out here just bullshitting, if you really putting effort in, mm-hmm. they'll they'll support it because they just want you to be happy and right. you know do what you feel like you should do. I think a lot of times with music, a lot of times we talk about making it and doing all these things but we never talk about having that conversation with mm-hmm. our parents or you know people who who are significant in our lives that think you're gonna do one thing and then right. you make this love and it's you want to do you know you get that right. you want to do what mm-hmm. you know what it's saying? not even just in music it's like we live in a completely different decade now yeah. like the internet's allowed us to do stuff that we couldn't do mm-hmm. like when my mom was a kid so our dreams and goals and stuff are completely different. Like mm. my little nephew want to be a YouTuber. Like that's not <laughs> even a thing when I'm a kid. Right. So it's it's just, you know, it's it's different now, and it's it takes a minute to adjust when you get older and you realize mm-hmm. like that thing that used to not be tangible, you just want to just jump right into it. Yeah. Like you got to just have your mind open to the fact that like different careers exist now, different ways of making money exist now that mm-hmm. just weren't a thing in the past. Right. I, th- I think a lot of people miss out on or don't really understand that and it blows people's mm-hmm. mind. Um, so where do you land as mm-hmm. far as singer or rapper? Because you got you got songs like Black Vulcan, mm-hmm. but you got songs like Honeydew. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you have, I read, let's see, there's an article, a 2015 article from like, okay though, mm-hmm. uh, they called you a hybrid. Like, do you fall under that that category? I think so. I I would like to. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I I it used to be this big debate in my head of like, which one to do, the most. You know? Why is that? I mean, cause like, I guess when you're trying to find your sound, you don't really realize that your sound is whatever you want your sound to be. Mm-hmm. And that sounds weird, but like, it's you, you kind of don't have to pick. But I thought that I did for a long time. Like, it has to be this majority way so that people know that this is what I do. Like, right. I'm just overthinking it. And, like, I used to struggle with that a lot, you know, because I didn't know if people liked it more when I sang or when I rapped. And then mm-hmm. I just got to the point, specifically with this project, but even kind of with Sedan, where I was like, I'm just going to do what I want to do. And just, I know I can do both of them reasonably well. I'm just mm-hmm. going to do both of them. And I stopped overthinking music. Like, it just, it, it's free, it's cre- it's creativity. You just do with it what you want to do with it. Right. The beautiful thing is that you do what you want to do and then people still gravitate towards it. And they're still like, oh, this is really dope. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but I, I, I like them both. I actually like to sing more so probably than I like to rap. So I just super sang in this last project. Yeah. That's just what I wanted to do. I mean, as far as long as I've I've listened to you and known you, you've always had, you've done your own hooks, mm-hmm. you've done all of the singing stuff, and then every now and again you you drop like a a song. Yeah, you get what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, so what is he, what lane is he trying to follow up under? Right. But, yeah. I mean, now you can be whatever you. I mean, you could do both, and everybody, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna go look at you funny. Yeah, right, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I know, I, like, I was going through, man, I do, I do my research, and I seen that 2015 uh, article, and I was like, yo, they called you, like, the hybrid. The hybrid. I, was like, okay. I was going by that for, like, a minute. Not for, like, my official name, but yeah. I was using that for a little minute because I liked how it sounded. 
And then I didn't want to use it because I didn't like how it sounded anymore. <laughs> I was like, that was cool for an article, but uh, probably not the whole thing. Right. So tell me, tell me about. I don't even know if I'm if I butcher it. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. Tempura Orbis. Oh yeah, word. and save the world. <laughs> save the world. Tell me about that. That's wild. So like in twenty around twenty four, late 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. um, like we had I had this group uh, called Tempura Orbis, mm-hmm. which. I think we had the translation wrong, but we thought it translated <laughs> to the world. At yeah. least that's what I was told. Yeah. So I was like, all right, that's cool. So that's what we were going by for a while. We were doing a couple shows here. This is when the high note was still like a thing. And I have no idea what it is. Oh, <laughs> wow. So that, there's this place. I grew up in California, man. I, yeah, I know. That's wild, though. Uh, the It's, it's just because it's like, <laughs> just it's so weird that it was a thing. Like, right. It's not now. But the um, it was near where... <laughs> syndicate lounge was really? that's also weird but yeah it was like it was near there near uh where that pizza hut used to be and yeah all that stuff um but yeah like we used to perform there times like mm. i did a whole release party for to save the world which is the album i dropped in 2015 couldn't find it either i was looking. oh it's mad gone now i was looking oh, it's so hard gone. oh it's did it has it it's evaporated and actually, I would have forgotten that it existed if you didn't say it just now. <laughs> like, I tried to get rid of everything. I looked, that did not searched, sound good anymore, bro. Doug, I did everything. I was like, I'm going to find oh, this. Oh, that thing is a relic it. now, boy. It's just, it's in my computer. Lost tapes. Unless you downloaded it <laughs> the a long lost time tapes. ago. For real. Like, because I mean, I just didn't want that to be the perception of me. I was real depressed and mm-hmm. sad and moody because I was like in the worst mental state of my life mm. and i made a really sad depressing record yeah and then it just was cool for that time but then i just went back and heard it mm. one day well i had already gone back and heard it like before and mm. just every time i was hearing it, i was like mm, not only is it technically not great but mm. then like it just it it makes me feel uncomfortable yeah and then i heard it recently and was like oh that has to go <laughs> like yeah just it was no question kill it, i was like kill nah, it we got to get rid of that so. I'm glad you said that. Um, I wanted to bring up the a specific freestyle, the 22 freestyle that mm. you did. Okay. And I listened to it a, 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 a quite a few times, mm. and it sounded, and if I'm wrong, please correct me. Okay. It, it kind of sounded like you were, you were in a spot where you had like anxiety and depression, mm. and it 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 kind of felt like you were. Um, like as soon as you got finished performing, you got to dap everybody up on this. Like, t- yeah. talk about that. Talk about that freestyle, man. I, it was like it's probably one of the most honest that I've been mm-hmm. on a record. Cause like, yeah, yo, for a minute I got just stuck in this feeling of like, oh, I'm a part of the scene now, and now there are expectations of me, and now I have to be cordial. Not that I wouldn't be cordial, but it's mm-hmm. like. I gotta be cordial now. And like everybody wants to shake my hand, but I don't know you niggas. And yeah. a lot of you niggas wouldn't care about me <laughs> or know who I am if I didn't perform in the city and you knew that I make music and you right. wanna link and shit. And it's like, I don't, like when I dropped um, Lemon Tree Project just now, like niggas just out the woodwork, just bro, you wanna work, bro, you wanna work bro you want work and it's like nigga i don't know you and i don't just work with you because you you heard my song and you like it like can we have a conversation can i get to know you so it's like 
it just was it was specifically 22 i just felt like i had a really rough patch before anybody ever came in my life yeah because of music and then it's like as soon as i'm not in a rough patch anymore niggas want to be my friend and it just felt like weird and sometimes i feel weird operating in spaces just because i be in my own head mm -hmm. and like i i'm not the extrovert that I like to portray myself to be mm -hmm. around the time I make that record. Cause now yeah. I don't, now I'm just like, okay, I'm, if I'm out, if I'm out, I'm out. If I don't feel like coming outside, I, ain't just come, I don't come outside. Right. Cause that's just kind of like, as I'm growing up, that's realizing how I am. Yeah. And, but like, I just felt all these expectations to be like super happy, rich and like super approachable, rich and right. shit. And it's just like, yeah, nah, I, I don't think I'm going to be that way during my, my 22, 22nd year of life. Yeah. You know. who, who helped you out of that that whole like anxiety depression thing oh um a lot of it is my family uh a lot of it is rdf and d like that's them the guys like that's why i fuck with them so heavy because i was you know really doing the music shit by myself yeah but i found genuine people that i fuck with in the scene that i don't have to make music with even if it's good mm. like i don't have to i just talk to them because they're my friends and you know it just is like we we've been so honest and open with each other and we have like those are my brothers so it's mm. like fuck the music shit yeah and just you know my other friends that are in my life too that don't have nothing to do with the music so like i i have a strong support group around me it just was like as i was getting involved with the scene mm. I have my friends in the scene, but then there were other people that I would meet that I'm feeling like, we don't even have a connection, and I don't yeah. even really know how to fake the funk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because I don't want anybody to not fuck with me because of a bad interaction they had with me, and then all of a sudden, now you're not a fan. Yeah. It's like I used to really give a shit about yeah, that. People, now I'm like, I don't really give a shit. People are fickle. Yeah. Like cats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to kind of, whatever. Yeah. How'd you link up with, I mean, I know the, those are your homies, but RDF and... RDF and D, yeah. Yeah, I left out the D, of course. <laughs> I wrote it down here, and I was yeah, like, let me leave off the good. other D. It's all good. Quick, easy way to remember D. that is it's just redefined, redefined, without, redefined. without vowels. Yeah. 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 I wanted Sometimes to call I it... Redefined. See, I wanted to say redefine, but I was like, I'm going to let him say something yeah, first. No. Sometimes I, Sometimes I just say it. it. I don't really think it's like... Yeah, I don't think it's life or death. How'd y'all link up, man? Well, man... God, like low key, Earthling kind of got the ball rolling on this shit because I was um, going with Frazier down to, or up to Tuscaloosa. I never really do that right. We went to Tuscaloosa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was a event, there was an event called Flow Fest mm -hmm. that was happening um, at Egan's Bar yeah. over there. Mm -hmm. And all I knew was kind of slanguish at the time. Yeah. I think he was going by that. And Frazier, so I'm just like, all right, Frazier said he want to go, I'm going to go. Right. And then, um, since I kind of knew Earth a little bit, he was like, yo, y'all can do, like, two songs. Like, uh, one one song a piece mm -hmm. when you go up there, just yeah. because y'all here, fuck it. And so we like, all right, cool. Like, I get to rap today, that's what's up. And it was kind of like my first time rapping amongst my peers, mm -hmm. in a sense. Um, Cause nobody knew who the fuck I was, right. but I was like, "Cool, let me just do my one shit and get off." And Frazier did his song, got off. I did my song, got off. And niggas was like, 
who is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was like, uh, I remember LJ tells this story a lot because he was like, he was like, you were so fucking fake humble when you got there. <laughs> because he was like, he was like, you you know you knew you was nice. Right. Like you knew you was nice as fuck. Right. But you still was like shaking my hand, like, hey man, good to meet you. <laughs> it's like because I ain't know nobody. So I'm just like, fuck it. Like like LJ did his thing, he was on the bill. Gut did his thing, he was on the yeah. bill. So like, you know, when they get off, I'm shaking a hand, like, bro, it's good to meet you. You know, I'm trying to get involved in the scene and shit. Then I do my shit and he like, well, this nigga nice too. <laughs> hey, yeah, you acting like that in front of me. So it was like then we got a connection that way. Yeah. And Mel was, I don't, I don't remember if Mel was at that one, mm -hmm. but I knew Mel through Frazier because uh, they worked together at the time. So I met him that way, but he was extra cool and shit. Yeah. And then he, I think, also may have met them through Flowfest, but I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But, after, you know, after that, it was like, okay, I, I fuck with y'all, so let's go make music. And then we just had this night after, I want to say, Mm, I can't remember which show it was, but it was after a Lobotomix. Mm. And we all just went home to, or we went to LJ's crib, made music, and I was like, yo, I fuck with these guys. Yeah. So then we just was kind of like over time, but I was trying to do the music shit by myself. Right. But over time I was like, okay, Mel just joined. Like they throwing me to ooh. Right. Like, <laughs> so well, I yeah, like, well, why not? It. I guess I'm here now too. So I've just been a part of it ever since. I think the the range video kind of explains you guys yeah, perfectly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I love that video because it's just like a bunch of homies just. It's just homies doing homie shit. Yeah, and I was like, we just kick it, man. I, that's that's cool. Yeah. I I appreciate that video. So something, you had a bit of a situation where you, it, it it was gonna be where you you might not be able to perform anymore. Mm. Do you want to get into that? Yeah, yo. I Talk about I told that. you about that. So I Talk have, uh, I've had a couple of medical issues, mm -hmm. like in the past, maybe year and some change. Yeah, uh, it might have just started last year, but I can't really remember. Um, I just remember. I didn't mean to cut you off. You I just, I just remember seeing something on your social media, and I, I don't, I forgot who I. Heard. That. But they just mm -hmm. said, you know, it was you just had a little bit of a situation, I mean, which you're gonna yeah. talk about. But and I remember standing next to um, Dado, mm -hmm. which I always at shows end up next to him. <laughs> Don't yeah. ask me why. <laughs> and uh, you had walked in, and um, we seen you, and I was just like, "Are you okay? Like, mm -hmm. I'm glad you're good. Like, yeah. you straight." Mm -hmm. Dada was the same, and like, you know. So I'm sorry. I just no, I no, tell stories, fine. but I, a part of me kind of regrets you know it's funny Cole like a part of me kind of regrets even sharing that online because I don't want like it's just weird you never really know specifically as an artist like how much to share online yeah how much to kind of just keep private so like it, I kind of wish I ain't even bring that shit up just yeah. because I want my content to be music based yeah. and like I just want to keep those ducks in a row yeah. I guess fuck it since I said it <laughs> like um I have a couple of conditions that was kind of like a little, little, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, without doing, without saying too much, like yeah. one of them, they both have to deal with like my digestive system mm. and like how I breathe and like all that type of shit. Yeah. Um, but like one of them specifically is about my esophagus and it, it, it like, I've had acid reflux since I can remember mm. and it has just, gotten worse and worse over time to the point where like to the point where <laughs> to the point where now it's just like really burned my throat a yeah. lot 
and that's why sometimes my my like singing voice is not all the way there or it's like i need a whole lot of tea or yeah. a whole lot of water because it's just you know sometimes i sound like i just got gravel in my mouth because right. of that and then the other one is just um it's like the way they describe it is basically like having allergies in your stomach yeah um and it's just like well shit if i can't breathe my nigga and my, yeah. voice, and my voice and i've had asthma since i was a kid right and it's gotten it's come back now so it's like if i can't breathe and i can't sing yeah like, so was it a situation where you thought you weren't gonna be able to do it at all yeah like kinda. music was gonna be completely gone uh maybe not all the way gone because i was gonna maybe just try to find a way to like produce or something but i didn't know about performances specifically because mm -hmm. it was like like even if i had even if i could record yeah. like on a good day it was still like shit i don't i don't know if like one day i'm gonna get to be a, like get to a show yeah and i just can't do the shit because i can't breathe right like a long time ago i had to actually get like nasal reconstruction surgery mm -hmm. because my uh <laughs> my doctor was like bro it's like you drink it's like you <laughs> breathing out of the size of a coffee straw that's ex <laughs> his exact words oh he was wow. like you breathing through one nostril and it's like you breathing out of a coffee straw right and i was like okay that's great to know oh my god so like i just it it's like all the shit that is good mm. like my voice and what i would like to think is like my breathing ability and all that type of shit that i need to do the thing that i love to do a lot mm. all that shit's getting attacked and it's just like okay yeah, yeah I, I see the play a little bit yeah but fuck it we gonna keep going because that's kind of how i am wow so yeah yeah we uh i thought it was like yo man i was like yeah you might yeah. so <laughs> we need him here for a second <laughs> we need him here so i'm gonna do the shit as long as i can do the shit i'll tell you that man do that man um Tell people what a Richard Daniel show performance is like—a live performance. Cause I haven't seen uh, you. I hope it's fun. You you forget your stool <laughs> sometimes. Facts, yeah. I just need like my own <laughs> need stool. Your stool, brother. I think. I told you I'd be your stool man. Your stool, my stool man. Yeah. That's and I think I've said before like that does sound like a shit joke, <laughs> but it it it's still I understand the sentiment. So you know we're gonna be we're gonna be adults. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but I, I think I do actually need my own stool. Yeah, you forget it bring. sometimes. Yeah, I didn't even bring the tree in the last performance. I'm lazy as shit. <laughs> I, like it was supposed to be my thing. Yeah, and I just was like, yeah. I gotta put the shit in my car. Like I just, like, my, it's my, not like, that hard, it, bro. bro. I know, but I just, I was late. I was like, bro, fuck it. I'm just gonna leave it here. Just forget it. But yeah, like I, I hope that people like can get a nice mix of having fun mm -hmm. and being vulnerable and kind of getting into your feelings a little bit. Right. Cause I feel like my music is a, is a little bit of definitely the feelings part. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to have more fun in my shit. Yeah. I've been sad. I've been a sad, moody, moody, um, teenage man and like Can't do that. Tw early twenties man. And I don't want to be a sad, moody no. person anymore. <laughs> So I would like don't be the way blanket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do that anymore. I would like to. I would like to have fun. Nobody so. likes the wet blanket, Rich. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So, but for real, like I, I hope people are able to do both mm. when they come to my shows because I make conversation with the crowd. I like to look everybody in their eyes. Yeah. Like, 
I think it's just important for people to really get into it and get invested into it. So by the time I'm gone, you remember me. You literally, the last, well, not the last show, because that was a solid show. But I remember the show at Zydeco. You did the Zydeco show, and they made you do ride, like, uh, I mean, made Yo, you do range, range yeah. like, 50 times. And I'm like, <laughs> let the boy go. Fam, he tired. He's I think sweating I still, hard. I want to say I still did Black Vulcan after that or some yeah. shit. And I was so But Eric was like, do range tired, one more time. Bro. Run it back. <laughs> Eugenia's got back up there. Like, it seemed like. That's how the Birmingham scene scene is, though. Yeah, people are supportive. Like when they really like you and they really like your shit. Yeah, like they they will support it. And I think that that's you know just another testament. Like I was saying earlier about how it is down here. Mm -hmm. People really care. And I think that that gets overlooked sometimes when everybody's like, there's nothing here and no one. There's no artists here. Like y'all just don't come outside. Right. But people, when they know, they know and they care a lot. Yeah. It's like either you don't come outside or Bootsy ain't showed up. Cause right. They love, <laughs> for some strange reason, people love Bootsy around here. He come, he get a bag when he come down Good here. Good God, and he'll do four songs and it'll be three o'clock in the morning. Fam. <laughs> That's a fact, bro. <laughs> like, he, like, but every time he here, niggas in droves. Right. He get a bag. I don't get it. Chilling circuit. Is what it is. <laughs> Stop giving Boosie your money all the time. Facts. Come give it to these artists in your city. Please. Yes. All right. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna name some of your projects. I'm gonna name the projects that I know, mm-hmm. and you tell me the first thing that come to mind. Okay. To save the world. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> so very sad. <laughs> Thought out. Mm. Uh. Fresh? I don't know why that came to my mind first, because I don't think that's how I feel. <laughs> but apparently it is. So there you go. Sedan. Fun. God, it was fun. The recording sessions were fun. Mm-hmm. The music is fun. It just is fun. I'm, I'm going to try to do that again. Have Good. fun. The Lemon Tree Project. Ooh. Um, hmm. Hmm. Uh, me. It's 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 me. It's kind of just me. It's how I feel. Okay. It's it's like, it's a it's you know it's a little bit happy at some points. It's lights. It's light at some points. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, definitely is not. It's not scared to go there and get in your feelings and yeah. you know, like you know, could be go deep. Which project's your favorite? Limitry. It's the most complete. It, mm-hmm. it is it is the most complete. Most artists be like, I can't pick one, man. No, no, no. I don't know. Mad easy, because the first two, I'm like, I didn't even really know what I was doing. Sedan, I didn't really, really know what I was doing. Sedan's really just, good, though. Well. I love Sedan. I, I, I try to go back and listen to it sometimes, but it's hard for me to go back and hear my old music. Hell, it's <laughs> hard for me to go back and hear the music I, I just dropped. You're an artist. <laughs> you're, too, you're overly right. critical. Oh, that's a fact. <laughs> I can't ever hear it just to hear it sometimes. Um, why'd you name this Limitry Project? Um, well, it's really just a testament to the first song. It's I just felt like the first song captured well the song called Limitry for those who don't know. Mm. It's it captures what I was feeling at the time exactly, which is I'm broke. I don't want to be broke, but I'm doing this because I love doing it, 
but it's hard to just do it when you love doing it and mm. you have to not be broke. <laughs> and, but at the same time, you know, just like making the best out of situations that you don't necessarily, you know, that are bad. Mm. Just making the best out of situations that may be negative in your life. I think a lot of your music is real personal though, man. Mm. Like everything that I listen to from you is coming from a certain situation or a certain You know what place. though? Sometimes I don't know, and that's this is just a revelation on my end just now. Yeah. I've never thought about this before, but like sometimes I don't know if that's good or if that's bad because to a certain extent, you do want your music to be a portrayal of you. Yeah. And it's more special when it is because when people relate to it, then it's like, kind of like what I said earlier. So yeah. it's like when, when you relate to my music, you, you relate to me. So that means we're on a different level. Right. But I don't want all of my music to be so just me that you can't relate to it. So it's like a weird, but you know. who hasn't had problems with their girl? Who hasn't been broke? Who haven't been in a situation where they got to feel like they got to survive? Yeah. You know true. what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it's an overarching thing with a lot of people. I don't, I don't know if you, how can I put it? You reach a lot of people through what your personal things are. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like it hit that that night when I heard heard you mm -hmm. we right, and I was like, I'm going through this. This is what's yeah. happening, and it's just relatable. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's a bad thing to be relatable. Mm -hmm. I think, um, and I was talking to, I was on IG with Hakeem, and we was talking about Big Sean's new project coming out, yeah. and I was like, this is probably gonna be his most personal. I said, this is a hot take for me. I said, this is probably gonna be album of the year, because mm -hmm. usually your most personal projects are your best ones. Yeah. That's true. That's just how it goes. Because you're finally outside of being the mainstream guy. You're outside mm -hmm. of like fitting in. Like you just like, I'm finna just get this paper. I'm about to just spit out some lyrics over some really good beats and I'm gonna yeah. just I'm gonna just vomit up everything that I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And I feel like I think Big Sean I think Big Sean kind of had a revelation and he got his mental health together. And I feel mm. like he, I mean, the overdose um, record, if you've heard it, I don't mm. know if you heard it I or not, actually. It's amazing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. it's really good. So I'm like, he gonna, he gonna kill it. I don't think it's it's bad to be an artist that, that it comes from your situations or what's going on. I don't think that's yeah. bad. People people relate to, to stuff like that. I feel mm. like they do, I might be wrong. No, but I think you're right. I and I just think that that is the struggle of being an artist is the, at least for me, is the constant like second guessing because just because it worked the first time don't mean it's gonna work the next time. Right. So like I try to, I try to approach things like with a different ear every time. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want every project to sound the same. Yeah. So when I when I drop, I want it to be intentional mm -hmm. and I want it to provide something new because yeah. like. One thing, no matter how you feel about Kanye, like his his discography is the most random thing ever mm -hmm. because, and you can see clear evolution in it. Mm -hmm. It's like you get this Kanye over here and this Kanye over here and this Kanye over here and each project is his own individual thought. Same thing with Kendrick. Right. It's it, Each thing is its own individual thing. Him less than Ye, but yeah. still, like I want my projects to mean something when they drop. 
and not just be like, this is the part two of this thing that I just did. You know what I mean? So what's your writing process like then? My writing process? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's all over the place. It's, most most artists yeah. seem it seems to be the same the thing. thing. Like it's kind of um it's kind of consistent, at least at the start. But mm -hmm. like as far as do I write a chorus first or a verse first? Nah. Like I literally just do whatever comes to my mind. Mm -hmm. So like if I know what's consistent every time is I have to hear a beat first. Yeah. I don't just write with no music because I think that whatever I do write has to coexist with the music. So mm -hmm. why not just start writing once I hear the music? Yeah. Like that's just how my mind works. Like, because I, I want to just be the compliment to the music. Like, low key, if I can't hear a beat with like, but completely by itself, then I don't, I don't usually write anything to it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I kind of just pick a beat first, and then I I search for a melody. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, once I find a melody, I like, I'm like, is this more? Does it sound like more like a chorus or mm -hmm. more like a verse? Or I, I'll just throw ideas out and just like, you know, let yeah. my head do it. At, Every wants to come up with, yeah, and then I'll just go from there. Hmm. So the project has 10 songs. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite? Mm, it was changing every day at one point, but I think mm. I'm low key having to remember what the track was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like, because when I make the music, it's like cool, go into the ether. <laughs> I don't ever want to see you again. Like, right. by the time I dropped it. I had already made my peace with everything and I had already like filtered through them through those emotions and, right you know what I mean like because my it, that process was over like three years like since I had dropped sedan mm -hmm. so I was so ready to release all that stuff mm -hmm. that I was just like all right go be everyone else's now you know what I'm saying like that's right. how I feel like I'm art is free. Yeah. you do whatever you think of in here and then you just make you know whatever it tells you to make and mm -hmm. then it belongs to the people it's not yours anymore Hmm. So like it's, it it just it's whoever wants to pick it up now, that's who it belongs to, because it's gonna mean something different to you than what it even meant to me. If I had to pick a favorite song, my mind is telling me Possum because oh wow, I I just I think it is just so it comes together so well. Yeah, like it just it is it's gonna be. I knew it from the start. I was like, it's gonna be the one that slept on because it's slow. Yeah. And because it just kind of chugs along. Yeah. But it is the best song, in my opinion, the best put together song by far, I think. Yeah. On the whole thing. Yeah. Because it just was like, I wrote uh, the verses to a Mac Miller beat um, before he passed, like well before he passed. And then once he passed, I was like, I got to do something with that now. Yeah. Because specifically of just how his death happened, how randomly it was. And that whole song is about death. Yeah. And like I said, I wrote that well before he passed right. on his beat. And right. so then it just was like, okay, cool. I need to use this now. So it's just like I have that connection to the song for yeah. one because Mac was super influential to yeah. me. Um, and then it's like I got my homeboys to even fit on the song when I didn't think it was really going to happen. Their verses smoked them. Mm -hmm. Like the just the – the way it goes up kind of and then just comes back down it's like yeah. the perfect narrative to me i just i love that song so i'll probably say that what's your least favorite mm, lemon tree title track first one i know that sounds crazy because i said the entire album is based on that song but i just don't think 
that I knew all of what I was doing mm -hmm. at the time that I made that song. Yeah. And to me, it just kind of sounds dated, but like it, it, the theme still fits. Right. But it's just like, ah, I kind of don't really start there right. necessarily, you know, hmm. but yeah. I like Survivor of the Fittest. That's my Word. favorite song. I almost said that, but. That's my favorite song because of what it's talking about, because of the features and the beat especially. I love yeah. that beat. I yeah. just I, I love that beat, man. Like, Word. <laughs> I tried to tried to pick some like a variety of beats cuz yeah. my my taste at the time was just all over the place. Yeah, cuz you got <laughs> you got Earthling on there. Yeah. I know um God, I had to, I had everybody on there. Earthling's on there. Mm -hmm. You got one from Sways. Yeah. Earth on there a lot. Earth did uh, <laughs> he did like at least eighty percent of the yeah he the album. a whole lot so it's it's good stuff on and those there. are my those are my two favorite producers in the whole city though so that to me was like everybody loves Sway oh my god Sway is amazing Rare. I wasn't even low key supposed to get that beat I got mad lucky why is it always a story that comes behind you Sway because bro it's just like because he don't even really like Sway's be chilling yeah Sway's be chilling like. I owe him an interview too. Bruh. I owe him an interview. Like and he just he, he just played it for me just out the blue. Yeah. And I was like, on God, I'll make a song too. <laughs> I'll make a song too. Like the album almost done at this point. Right. I was like, bro, I will make it work. <laughs> Please give me this beat, bruh. And then it turned out to be one of my favorite songs on the project too, though. Yeah. Cause my the homie Day, which she now goes by Dialito, at oh. least on the album something that i can't pronounce okay <laughs> i don't even know if i said it correctly um but yeah she smoked it yeah. got me all the way out the paint yeah. it's okay but no she's like extremely talented too and she's from here not yeah. in birmingham but she's from alabama so it was like it just came together really well so mm. shout out to sways I mean, shout out to earth too yeah earth earth is dope he put some t good stuff together um so we consume music a whole lot differently. I, I talked about being is ten tracks on the album. Mm -hmm. um, typical projects now. I remember we used to get like 15, 18 songs, and now we get like seven to ten um, mm -hmm. song projects. Do you feel there's a the stress behind that? Like, do you feel like you have to make your music more consumable? Mm -hmm. um, Especially according to how we 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 take music, like as far as like streams and stuff like that, because now it's just like um, talking to people. People now, I'm old school. I'll buy the whole project. Yeah. Um, now it's just like with Apple Music and Spotify, you just pick your songs pick and do what it, you yeah, want to do. Yeah. I well, I know the way I usually consume music is I uh, somewhere in between because I don't like to just be like like my girl. She low key drive me crazy with this shit because. <laughs> She'll like listen to a project and then pick out the songs she likes. And mm -hmm. I think she does it the way most people do it now. Right. But like she'll listen to a project and then she'll pick out the songs that she likes that she'll know she, that she knows she'll go back to. Yeah. And then she'll just save them to her library and then she'll never hear the other rest of the album again. And that drives me nuts, bruh. And only because like I know the way I listen is I'll listen to a whole project all the way through. Right. And I'll say like Okay, I know I have standouts, but let me just keep trying to hear the project. Because there have been so many songs that like on first listen, I was like, this is 
kind of ass and then i'll just never hear it but yeah. then it's like if i happen to just keep listening to the project and the project is growing on me mm. and i'm like all right let me try to listen to the song again and then all of a sudden it'll click and i'm like oh shit this shit is fire too yeah i get it you know like i i have to consume it like that and i just think that it is tough now to make a 19 20 two song album because even a 15 bruh even a, even a 15 is like fam what yeah <laughs> like, get, and, and i'll be honest mad like what the i'll hell? be honest i don't want to hear i don't want to hear more than 15 i don't even really want to hear more than 12 if i'm being completely honest mm. like 12 is kind of pushing it right to me like i don't i will never drop a track uh an album again that's probably over 12 songs hmm. i could probably say that for absolute certain and is I that think for that the world you, is or is is that for yourself? Or oh, it's is for it me. For... It's for me. Okay. I I just I feel like more people can digest it. Like I feel like you can digest it more. Yeah. And I also believe in saying everything that you need to say and not saying more than that. Hmm. Like just say what you gotta say and get out. You know what I mean? Because like, how many times can you just and just because it just dropped? But that's why that Chance album ain't really sitting with me. I like don't I like. Wanted to. I don't like Chance the Rapper, and I. I, I have to listen to it because of what I do. Yeah. But I don't like Chance. I think Chance is yeah. overrated. I think that his whole wave is overrated. I don't like well, not, I, I, I won't say all that. I won't say all that. I, I just, <laughs> what, acid rap? Well, okay, that because, was wonderful. Because, but, that's, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, he dropped 10 Day and he dropped acid rap. And then it's like, this nigga is for to take the planet over. <laughs> This is the greatest shit that I've ever heard before, and I've never heard anything like it. And right. it is not, that does not take away from the fact that Acid Rap is like one of the best things I've ever heard. It's fucking amazing. And I think that it like set me up for like, oh, this nigga's finna kill shit. And right. then it's like everything he's dropped since then to me has been like, this ain't what I signed up mm -hmm. for. Chance. Right. But <laughs> like, yeah, but it's like, I can't really get into the album he just dropped because it's like 22 songs, bro. And like three of them skits. And I think skit, I think the skit days are coming to an end too, if they haven't already, unless right. you can find a way to do it to where it's like, it it's cool. Mm. And he kind of did, but it's still like, damn, my nigga, like, I'm going to skip these hoes for right. one. And two, like, how much can you say? In t like realistically, dead ass. If you go into a project and you got one idea in mind, how many times can you, or how much can you say, without repeating yourself? Like how many tracks can you get in right. with them all saying something different, without you ending up saying the same shit at some point? But I just I don't, I don't see. But you have to look at it from a standpoint of when's the last time you dropped something. Chance ain't that's true too. In a while. That's true. You get what I'm saying? I but it's think not like Chance how... started talking about this hat business, and then he started talking <laughs> about his marriage, and then he started talking about some other shit. Like, no, it's like 22, uh, 22 songs of I'm I'm a married nigga now, and I and and whether I was married or not, I don't want to hear that shit twenty two <laughs> times, Cole. I'm just be dead ass. Like, so that's why I'm saying like, if I told you, and it it, it don't matter. I'm not just saying that about Chance. Right. Kendrick came in and was like, Yo, I'm uh. I'm I'm black and uh, I believe in ownership. And he did that shit 22 times. I just I don't want to hear that shit. I'm just, I'm just being completely honest. I'll I pick understand. the best, and then that's what I'll go back to. And then it's just like oh, I think we it. I think we lose. I think we how we the way we consume music now we lose the fact of storytelling, mm -hmm. and we lose. We don't want storytelling anymore. We want hot singles. Mm -hmm. That's what we want. I want hot singles, but. Yeah. 
when you have certain um certain albums that tell a complete story like mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta get 20 i get where you coming oh, from yeah. but there are artists out there that need 15 tracks to tell Yo, you the if, overarching if you can story. do in 22 songs something different 22 times have a fucking <laughs> blast i don't care as long as it's different on the 22nd time yeah but chance ain't but I, but all i'm saying is so how many niggas have had a 22 track album where everything was different and i know that's a weird question so it's like tupac all eyes on me okay. <laughs> that fucking classic right <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like, but it's like it's hard to do that because, right. and I understand niggas play the streaming game now, so that's numbers, and they don't have nothing yeah. to do with really making music. Yeah. I get it, but it's just like, like look at look at what Tyler just dropped. That's that album is fucking gorgeous, bro. It's twelve songs, and it's really good. I got in. He gave <laughs> me what he wanted to give me. Gave me a message, and I got the fuck out of there. Right, and it's like he didn't hold my whole day hostage because I got. <laughs> Cause, cause now with streaming, I already got fifteen other albums I want to listen to on yeah. this Friday. Yeah, it's like, come on, fam, can I just hear your shit and then appreciate it and then go away and right. then you go tour and sell a bunch of merch and right. then we just get on with our lives. But with right. Tyler's album, everything's not an instant hit. No, it's not. That's what I like about it. Like, I just feel like people now be trying to if they do a ten song project, it's like everything's got to be a hit and like, mm. well, actually, you can still tell a story. Yeah. But everybody want they they stream they they what's the name stream yeah. and stuff like that. Matter of fact, look at okay. Maxo Cream. Maxo Cream just dropped the album. Yeah, I've been listening to that him. That shit is great. It's great and it's long. That boy. But he say something different every time. Yeah. So or he at least at the very least he gives you something to be interested in that's different from each song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like even let's say if you're repeating the same message, are you doing it in a different way? Right. It was like on every song on that project, I had a reason to stay. So I was like, oh, okay, okay. So mm-hmm. I see what you're doing here. Like, that's different from this track, even though you might be saying the same shit. Right. Like, you know, it's just, but a lot of niggas don't do that. It's just like, let me just make a bunch of hits and see what stick. Yeah. You know? I was just like, I, uh, I ain't really, I ain't, I won't stick. I'm not sticking around. I'm, like I'm gonna 20, go. She was like, Cole, 22 tracks is too much. That's so fucking long. No, 22 tracks a chance is too much. That's way anyway, too much. Anyway. He said 22 <laughs> That's too much. Not of acid rap chance. He could have gave me thirty. When last time you heard acid rap chance? Shit, when it just came back out. Exactly. I, no, I heard it again. What? Like after that, bro, it's in rotation right now. Man, that album chance is, is amazing. Chance is a he's a plant. He's an industry plant. Okay, he's got you guys uh, messed up. I don't, don't get I me don't started. care nothing about industry, <laughs> nothing, bro. If your music is good, they say that Billie Eilish girl is an industry plant too. But if her music, I is heard good, that too, like but. I ain't really heard a lot of it, but I heard something she's done, and I liked it. I was like, okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. care if they planted you here. Mm-hmm. They say Russ is an industry plant, and that nigga got paper trails saying yeah. he ain't. He's yeah. Like, All right, whatever. They, Y'all don't really know. People just haters. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that is. Man, tell me what it's like to be an artist here in Birmingham. Tell uh, people what your 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 experience is. It's loving. People People like you a lot. I think that it's a lot of support. I think that there's a lot of um, room for growth. Mm-hmm. People don't, you know, expect anything of you. They just, you know, appreciate the music when you drop it. Hmm. And I just think that that's 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 a nice environment to be in, at least to start in. Yeah. You know, like I don't know if I would have been able to 
get my like bearings on what I wanted to do musically if mm -hmm. I wasn't here. You know, like I feel like it's also very uh, supportive, like not just fans, I mean other artists too. Like we, we genuinely are fans of each other mm -hmm. a lot of times, you know. Um, and what's funny is like, I didn't even know this scene existed until I got in it. You know, like I, I would have loved to just have been a fan at first too, but right. I, I never even really knew it existed. Um, so to come into it, everybody be so loving. Everybody, it feel like a big, one big joke that you just, you weren't in on at first. You know what I'm saying? Like right. now you're in on it. Right. Cause it, like everybody seems to have known about everybody for a really long time. Right. And it's just like, oh, I just kind of came in and was like, oh. <laughs> This is a nice ecosystem. Like, yeah, <laughs> it could be shitty sometimes. I can tell you that. Yeah, 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 that's true. So, but I think any, I mean, you know, any scene can kind of be shitty. Yeah. Well, you, you mean shitty as far as just people working with each other. Certain people won't work yeah. with each other, and certain people, you know, it's it's a lot of well, it's kind of changing. Um, mm. I know when I first started doing this, it was real click based. Like mm. people were really just clicked up, and like I ain't finna work with him. But then you you gradually see people growing. Yeah, you gradually see uh, people congratulating others on their wins. You get what I'm saying, mm -hmm. which is amazing. I think that's dope as hell. Yeah. So it is. Well, it's, with it being so small, it's like because it's not a really really big scene by any means. Right. But like, would it? You know, there there's a goodness that comes with it being small too. But with it being so small and everybody knowing each other, it's like being in a small town. It's like, you know, you, you can't really, you know, always run into somebody who's gonna be happy for you. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Sometimes you're gonna run into people who wanna steal the spotlight or wanna be the one or right. like wanna you know what I'm saying? It's just like everybody ain't gonna have that moment right now. Mm -hmm. Like like okay, like for example, like Love more, I think today got a super big show. Yeah, she's doing <laughs> like, um, super big show. What is it, Freedom Fest? Yeah, Freedom yeah, Fest. Freedom like Fest. like Ruben Stutter on the bill yeah. and music on the bill and Eight Ball MJG on the bill. Like this is big show. Like, but I think that everybody who's in the city kind of knows that that's a big deal mm -hmm. and is supportive and is like wants to see her win. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because because it's, yeah. it's love. Yeah. So it's like. But I think that she established that early on mm -hmm. with like being genuinely excited to see people do music well yeah. and being a fan coming out to support. Like she she sowed that seed. So I just think like if you just sow the seed where you just genuinely excited to see people win and you really want people to do well, mm -hmm. it'll come back to you. Just, yeah. just put out there what you want to come back to you. Yeah, that that's that's real. Um. Who's who's here in in the city that you want to work with that you haven't got to work with yet? Well, love more. <laughs> now that we're there, <laughs> um, but I mean that's that that'll probably happen, probably sooner than I think. Um, as far as anyone else that I haven't worked with, Ozu is a is a monstrous monstrous human being. Like he he he's my favorite rapper in Birmingham. Hmm. I don't even think it's like kind of close, but. Yeah. That, that nigga is incredible, bro. Yeah. Like, he's really, 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 really good. Yeah. And he can sing. The boy got but, raps. But we'll get there, too, one day. I'm sure he'll let y'all know. know that, too. Man, but after... He, he he crazy with it. After listening to Cure's project... Cure's really good, too. Man, Cure project just... Yeah. I was like, dang. Yeah. He But he, he got that, like, 
that hunger though yeah, and that yeah. that that like desire yeah. to let y'all know like like he kicking the dough down yeah and i like that yeah. i like that a lot you're like whew, man yeah. that, that was so good <laughs> oh yeah i heard it all the way through too i, I liked it a like, lot this is so good i like it a like, lot dang boy yeah but at a show eugene basically was like take this mic and show him who you are <laughs> who are and he was like for me but like, that's how the scene is yeah like, if we if if people know you're talented then it's like oh come on yeah like, <laughs> come in front of the class yeah. show everybody that you're good yeah you know what i'm saying like and i think that that's just really dope i think that that might be very niche to just hear mm-hmm. you know what i mean i don't think every i don't think every scene does that i don't think so either so that's- you know, it, you don't really have to worry about. If you're really talented, we'll let you know for sure. Of course, for sure, for sure. That's that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um. So if music industry wise, outside of mm-hmm. Birmingham, who do you want to work with? Oh, outside of Birmingham, just like period, period. Yeah, like fantasy. Oh, for mashup. real. For real. For real. He he comes up with sounds for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter who he works with. He gonna come up with a sound for it yeah and i just think that, that is just the coolest shit ever and i just I, it has always been like my dream to work with pharrell in mm. any capacity like whether it just be a beat whether he do a hook I, I shit just be in the studio please yeah um man damn i kind of <laughs> would be that would that would that would fulfill a lot i think just that like right. other shit yeah i want it to happen but i'd like i need the pharrell I need the Pharrell thing because like that's just really important Andre of course yeah because that's like my favorite rapper but hell everybody else would just be like a plus but I really <laughs> really 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 would want to work with Pharrell one day for real yeah. that would be dope that would be dope yeah so right now what do you listen to what's it what's uh, what's, well, what's, on your, what's on your playlist? I Other than Chance to Ride, please. Oh, no. Yeah, take, yeah that okay. is no longer in, okay, in thank, the playlist. Thank God. <laughs> it was in the playlist thank for God. maybe about 24 hours, and then it wasn't anymore. Wow. You're a smart, <laughs> you're a smart guy. <laughs> and I hate it because I wanted that album to be good. No, you did like, No, I did. No, you I did. did. Stop. Because I, I think he snuck one out with, with Chance 3 because that album is not that good, bro. Chance is Mysterio. <laughs> He's Mysterio. You guys don't understand this. He's Mysterio. <laughs> I don't know why that is hilarious to me, but that is so <laughs> funny, bro. I'm trying to tell you what it is. People don't listen to me. I'm telling you what I know. So what are you listening to right now? Um, Other kinda, than Chance. Yeah, which I'm, I'm not. Okay, thank you. Uh, I kind of mentioned it before. The Maxo Cream album is really dope. Yes. Um, I'm still kind of listening to the Revenge of the Dreamers. Uh, I am too. There's I'm a lot still. of good stuff on there. Uh, yes or no? Did JID carry that whole project? No. Thank you. Uh, but he, his back a little sore though. <laughs> it hurt a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. It's tad. But we knew he was. We, I I knew he was the best artist in Dreamville. Yeah. When he got signed. Yeah. I was like, okay. But I think that uh, Cole smoked that shit too though. Yeah. Like Cole even though nobody like him or he's whacked now or he's not. but he not because he sell out shit. I was I was watching some interview somewhere where it was like, yeah, like I I hear everybody say all the time like that this artist ain't popping or this artist is trash or this artist is whatever. Especially about Cole specifically was talking about. It was like, but his whole arena is sold out. 
So clearly. Go figure. Clearly he might. I mean, shit, look at Russ. Like, no one likes Russ, quote unquote. But the niggas be selling shit out. All the time. Out. Like, if he could sell out Madison Square Garden with, like, actual people, you can't fake that. Mm -mm. I don't care what the internet say. Internet ain't real anyway, man. Russ is just. I don't know. I, it's a couple things I like of his that nothing. Yeah, no, I'm not. I don't listen to his music. Yeah, but he don't need me. He's he said specifically. He was like, yeah, like <laughs> you're not. It, it doesn't matter. It's like right. imagine if I'm selling this shit out and you don't listen to me. Then right. it's like, well, you're out of the loop. And it's right. Like, well, all right. Well. Yeah. It's like, well, okay. You got me there. Yeah, got me there. <laughs> I guess I'll shut the fuck up and go back to my <laughs> my very small house <laughs> as you return to your very large house. Right. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Oh but, um, yeah, those two. Uh, oh, shit. That new Daniel Caesar record is amazing. It is. A, what? Hmm. Say it ain't so cold. That I haven't listened beautiful. to it yet because I'm trying to figure out if we've canceled them or not. Uh, can't cancel nobody. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. You didn't cancel Daniel Caesar. Okay. No one canceled him, even if they wanted to. Okay. So because I should listen to it. you can't cancel anybody. Okay. Canceling is a is a fucking myth, man. Okay. Unless you're R. Kelly, because everyone should cancel R. Kelly. Right. But other than that, I mean, but he also like raped little girls, right. so we should cancel him. But it's like it, Daniel Caesar is kind of an idiot, I guess, with his opinions. But you know, that's only if you think so. And yeah. his fucking music is great. <laughs> like, yeah, he do make. Like sense. I guess, I guess it's like weird because how much do we like how much stock should you put into an artist's like opinion? Mm. because it's an opinion and it's like it can't be right or wrong even if the masses say it's wrong right like i get it but it's like everybody's entitled to their own opinion you're just also entitled to say hey your opinion is kind of stupid yeah and then choose whether or not you want to support them but you can't fucking cancel him you can't <laughs> you can't stop him from uploading his music you can't right. tell his label to drop him you can't right. it doesn't matter he makes money he sells records it is what it is and and for the record that album is fucking amazing. Now I gotta check it out. It's definitely one of the best I've heard this year. It, it's it's definitely album of the year contender. It's hard. Twenty nineteen hasn't been a good music year. No, not at all. Like it just hasn't. I'm like people people don't forget about West Side Boogie. Facts. That's true. And Boogie had like, I love that project. Yeah, that's true. And nobody. This Solange about dropped last year. She dropped in like November last year. No, she dropped this year. She dropped this year. For real? Yeah. In 2019? <laughs> Damn. Wow, I forgot all about the that. The music album. hasn't been... We just came off of a big music year. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we did. 2018 was huge. So, it's just nobody's putting out quality. That's why, I've, I mean, not to say... Not to be saying he gonna win by default, but I just feel like Big Sean's project is gonna be... That's gonna be um, the project. Okay. That's gonna be the album. Um, that Tyler album is fucking great. <laughs> that Tyler album is so good, dog. It's it's definitely my album of the year right now. Right. But okay. hell, that Maxo Cream album it's, it's sneaking up. Maxo Cream that is album good. is really good. I've only listened to it once. I need to go through it again. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Uh, but what else am I listening to? Low key, if you don't mind, I'm gonna cheat a little bit. Go you ahead. Me? I'm gonna go through the Spotify because it don't lie. It's all right. Uh. Your chance on there, dude. 
I was hearing late registration that. today, but that has nothing to do with this year. That's right. No, it's about what you listen to. What I'm to. just listening to right it's now? It's what you are listening to. Bet. Uh, Summertime 06 by Vince Staples. Playboy Cardi is really in my rotation a lot right now. Like I said, Tyler, Daniel Caesar, Dreamville. Uh, oh, shit, Bandana. Of the Freddie Gibbs album. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. That shit is amazing. It's just really good. <laughs> Uh, I'm always I always have Isaiah Rashad in rotation. I always kind of have Pharrell in a rotation. Mm-hmm. Anderson Pack is in my rotation a lot mm-hmm. with like three different albums. <laughs> so Earth Gang in the rotation. JPEG Mafia is in the rotation. Bad Bad Not Good is in the rotation. Vince Staples is in the rotation. And Tierra Wack. So that's how it's right now. Not bad at all. A lot of shit going on. There you go. A lot of gang shit. A whole lot of games. <laughs> uh, so, a uh, couple more questions. Mm-hmm. Where do you think music is going to take you in the next 10 years? Uh, I will hopefully be able to provide for myself and my family and make a consistent living off of that and then be able to use the brand to make another living out of, out of that. I feel that. Yes. Um, how many times have you heard man you're so talented you're just so talented Rich you're just so talented the boy talented you're so talented (laughs) and do you believe that to be true oh word Uh, I think I am and but it sounds weird when you're like yeah I'm talented (laughs) damn my mic just dropped it's It's all right right. right. we at the end of the interview it don't even matter now but like yeah I mean I guess I believe it because I don't think they'd be saying it for no reason. But mm-hmm. it's it's like a rule. Like I can't just be like, yo, I'm talented. Like, you're an asshole. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, but, I've, I mean, I've heard it enough for me to know, like, this could really be some shit that, so I, it, that I can do, for real, for real. Is it affirmation for you? I try to affirm myself, to be honest. Because you can't get too high, you can't get too low. You can't get too you can't be too high off the praise where you're like, yo, I need people to tell me I'm great. Other than that, I can't release music. Like or, or you can't just be like, no one's telling me I'm great. Yeah. And I don't want to release music. You gotta be in the middle. Yeah. You know? So you kinda have to just know like you working with something and then work. I got you. I got you. All right. Tell everybody what else you got coming. Pro- performances, projects, Whole podcasts bunch of shows, that, man. that you won't invite me to do. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of shows coming. I'm mad. Uh, I'm trying to just keep it consistent. And I know I have about a show a month coming. Um, I think the next one is uh, Zone Mm. uh, has a birthday party, I think, coming up is the next one. Mm. But I'm also doing Homegrown Harvest Festival Mm -hmm. for uh, Avondale Bruin in September, I believe. And then in October, I have another show, a benefit show for uh, Magic City Acceptance Center. Mm. Um, and it has a whole bunch of other people on the bill, too. So I'll be busy for this summer. Okay. For sure. Good deal. Going into the fall. Projects? I hate hey, you. Hey, man. We'll see. You feel me? I'm, 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 I might just, you know what I mean, drop a little mixtape or whatever. Just, you know, oh, just because. Mixtape rich. Yeah, so then that way I don't have to find beats and then, like, clear them and then yeah. pay for them and shit. And I can just make music and, like, have fun again. That'd be cool. 
So you should always definitely make music, bro. You should, right? That's what it's about. <laughs> it's not always fun. <laughs> it's not always fun. It's a myth, bro. It's fun to do this shit, but it is not always fun. All right. Tell everybody your socials. We got to get out of here. We done did it uh, long enough. All my socials. Uh, Instagram is the most important one. Just underscore Richard Daniel. Uh, I mean, I guess I got a Twitter. <laughs> underscore Ricardo, which is spelled R-I-C-A-R-D-E-A-U-X. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, and all that other stuff. YouTube, just Richard Daniel. Or RDF and D music on YouTube, um, and yeah, man, that's that's pretty much. Oh, SoundCloud is important. SoundCloud.com slash Richard Daniel Raps. And your Bandcamp. And Bandcamp is RichardDaniel.Bandcamp.com. So just check up on your boy. Yeah, man, thank. You. This has been. We've been waiting to do this for a while. Yeah, I'm glad that we waited until <laughs> uh, Lemon Tree Project to do it because I think I think this is is a whole lot better now than we did if we did it mm-hmm. in the sedan. So. Thank you, man. And I wish you continued to say. See, I gave you, I gave you the facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were still on, still on page, bro. <laughs> so, no, nah, man. Um, thank you again for sitting down with me. Yeah. Um, man. Thank you for having me, dude. No, nah, man. We supposed to be do that. So, uh, for everybody listening, thank you for listening. Um, check us next month for another Artist Spotlight. Artist Spotlight was recorded at Vibe Street Studios. Vibe Street Studios is an open-ended, multi-use for creative space in Birmingham, Alabama. Vibe Street is a professional photography studio and intimate event space. Whether you're recording a podcast, doing a pop-up shop, or taking pictures for your next event, Vibe Street has you covered.